Hello and welcome to and beyond. I'm your host, Nora. Welcome back to any returning listeners and welcome to anybody that is new here. This is a podcast where we push ourselves past our own limiting beliefs, past our comfort zones to go beyond ourselves in mind, body, and soul. It is almost Halloween. Well, tomorrow's Halloween. So technically, it's already Halloween. So happy Halloween. It is the best time of the freaking year. And this episode has been long overdue. I feel like for the past month and a half, or probably even longer than that, I've been saying that I'm going to release an episode all about shadow work. And you know, the moment that I mentioned I was going to be releasing an episode about shadow work, I was like, well, the perfect time to do so is during Halloween because it is a time where we take out the creepiness from within, where we la- all our wild selves out and free. So this is a perfect time to do shadow work, a perfect time to get in the depth of our souls. And I'm going to tell you what shadow work exactly is and how to do shadow work in order for you to cast light on yourself, to really, to me, shadow work is the ability to bring out your strengths and to reclaim your power. So we're going to get all into that. But before I get into the rest of this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating and a review. It really does go a long way. And I appreciate and value each and every single one of you that tunes into any of my episodes that has subscribed, that has left a rating and a review because it allows me to grow this community with you all. And I want to support you in the way that you support me on this podcast. So if you do take a moment to head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review, and then subscribe to this podcast and send me a screenshot. I've done all these things and let me know that you've done so by following me on Instagram, which is always linked in the show notes. I want to gift you a free 15-minute call where you can literally unload whatever you're going through in life on me and I'll do my best to break through it as a health coach and as your friend. I will also gift you a free condensed version of my 28-day guide, a guide to helping you discover yourself because the more self-aware you are, the more you understand yourself, the more you can uncover and unravel the shadow self. So thank you so much. So the shadow self or shadow work is the idea that has been popularized by a psychiatrist named Carl Jung and I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong a lot of people pronounce differently some people say Jung some people say Jung but it's Carl Jung from my understanding and it's basically composes of the different parts of yourself that you have rejected in your lifetime they're all in your personality but you kind of cast a shadow on top of it and you blind yourself from them because you don't want to see these shadow parts of yourself. The reason why people reject these aspects of oneself is usually stems from childhood. Let's say your parents don't let you or scolded you for doing something that was quote-unquote normal for you or that was deemed bad by your parents because they didn't approve of it then you would start to feel less safe in doing those things for example if you were somebody who was very outspoken and your parents scolded you for being very outspoken then you would deem that that wasn't a safe way to be and you would probably end up suppressing that aspect of yourself as an adult This doesn't always have to be with your parents. This could be a teacher. This could be society, somebody on the playground. In total, this usually does stem from your childhood. And the reason why 
we cast a shadow over these parts of ourselves is to protect ourselves and we do so in order for us to feel loved and to feel accepted the reason why the shadow self exists is because it came from a place it was birthed from a place of trying to make sure that you will always be loved and that you would always be accepted because if the shadow self came out then you would be rejected and you would literally die it is a child's survival mechanism in order for you to feel loved to feel accepted by the people that are caretaking for you that are taking care of you that are supplying you with all your necessities to love you and to accept you and therefore again you cast that shadow over certain parts of you because what it means to you is that when this person scolds you and why again this shadow is cast is that when you if if i behave in this way then the person that i need to love me in order for me to survive will reject me and therefore i need to reject this part of me in order for me to survive if one of your shadows around somebody if you were scolded for being outspoken and it's around somebody who is very outspoken this may trigger you because it'll you'll see somebody doing something that you wish you could do something that you deem unsafe for yourself to do because you have been programmed to believe that speaking up is not safe for you to do doing shadow work is bringing light into the unconscious making the unconscious conscious which is the fundamental point of doing shadow work when we can integrate our shadow selves then we can be more accepted and we can better understand ourselves better understand our mental health better understand our relationships and show up in our lives with a lot more care a lot more responsibility because we understand ourselves you can begin to explore your shadow self on your own by examining your thoughts your feelings and the assumptions that you make in your day-to-day life there are a lot of benefits to doing shadow work and i think it can be really people can get really afraid of shadow work because you're quite literally casting a light on a part of you that you've rejected it is a part of you again that you have shamed that you have deemed so bad which is why it is so scary it's because this part of you that feels has left have left you feeling really unfamiliar to yourself and has created so much hate towards yourself in doing so because you don't allow yourself to be in your full expression by casting the shadow on yourself but again the benefits to doing shadow work is that you start to feel a lot more free in yourself you start to feel free from the unconscious shadow the way that the shadow acts up because just because you've rejected it doesn't mean that it's not showing up for you and this could be in terms of anger as well if you are somebody who has been scolded for being really angry as a child for getting upset about things then just because you're blinded or you reject that aspect of yourself doesn't mean that you don't show up in an angry way it doesn't mean that you don't get passive aggressive with others it may actually be quite literally the opposite of somebody telling you you know you're a really angry person or you are very passive aggressive with me and you'll deny it because you won't see it for yourself because again there's a shadow casted on it so where you may see yourself being someone who's really calm 
being somebody who's really patient and easygoing, others may not see you in that way and you may not be able to see yourself in that way because, again, you've casted a shadow on that part of you. You've been blinded from that part of you. So it's freeing yourself from the unconscious shadow. It's empowering empowering yourself and accepting your strengths because those shadow parts of you are actually your strengths. And this is the best part of it all. All those parts of you that you've deemed to be really bad are probably the parts of you that you need the most in your life for you to really step forward in your full confidence because those are parts of you. They're not supposed to be rejected. They're not supposed to be, I guess, denied. They were gifted to you for a reason. And understanding how to use them, understanding how to utilize them is what's going to make you so much more stronger in yourself, a lot more empowered in yourself to show up in your full self. People often put those good things about themselves in their shadows because they don't even feel worthy of it. That outspoken nature of yourself, being really truthful, being able to show up in your full expression, a lot of people don't feel worthy of that, of why do I matter? Why do I have a voice? Why does why do I deserve to be heard? Or why do I even have a reason to speak up? So it really is empowering yourself. And again, bringing those good qualities of yourself back up to the surface, feeling worthy of having, holding those qualities those qualities of yourself it allows you to take a step forward into really bettering yourself to become the best version of yourself you need to know what the bad parts about you are what are holding you back what are those areas that are left unhidden and in order to again become the best version of yourself it's casting a light on these areas doing the shadow work also helps you get more in touch with your own intuition because you start to learn more about yourself, you understand yourself more, you understand your emotions more, your feelings more, why you do things in a certain way. And the more you know about yourself, the more you understand yourself, the stronger your intuition will be. So doing that shadow work really helps connect you to your intuition, helps you to connect to your spiritual being, which is in connection and in relation to your intuition and it allows you to be more guided in your life. Now, when doing shadow work, it's really important to be really mindful of yourself and of your triggers. Anything that triggers you from the outside is usually about yourself and they really do help us understand ourselves on a deeper level. Whenever you're being triggered by somebody doing something, ask yourself, what is it that they're projecting onto you? What is it that they are reflecting that you do or that is in you that you wish you could do? And this doesn't necessarily mean that they're doing it in the most quote-unquote graceful way. Let's say that anger has been one of these shadow parts of you that has been really suppressed. Now, anger can look like many different things. Anger can look like being really violent and aggressive. Anger can also look like being really passionate. So when you're seeing somebody who is acting in an angry way in the positive sense, this could trigger you. You could also be triggered by somebody acting in the angry way in the more quote-unquote negative sense of being more aggressive, being more violent with others. But it's just being aware of what this trigger is and why it's triggering you. Do you allow yourself to be angry? Do you allow yourself to be angry in the way that it drives you into being more passionate 
takes you into doing things that are more of service, of being more in justice to others and being more justice to yourself, to uplift yourself in that kind of way. But again, it's just really, I think I have an episode, yes, I do have an episode about triggers and how important it is to also just keep a trigger journal because the more familiar you get with your triggers, the more you understand yourself as well. So again, being mindful with the triggers that come up, allowing yourself to ask yourself the deeper questions as to why this thing is triggering you. What is it that this person is doing that is creating space, a lot, creating space for you to understand yourself on a deeper level? And what are they also showing you that you can do? And the more awareness you bring to this, the more you're going to understand yourself again. Being really compassionate with yourself when you're doing shadow work. Shadow work is not for the faint of hearts. It really is not. You are literally, again, going into parts of yourself that you've rejected. Parts of you that you have deemed bad. Parts of you that have made you create self-hate towards yourself because you haven't allowed them to come to the surface. So it's being really compassionate with yourself offering compassion to those parts of yourself that you have hid away parts of yourself that you have casted away for such a long time being really graceful kind with the words you use towards yourself when you are doing shadow work as well with the words you use to the shadow parts of you as well notice the voices that come in they are not your own. Those voices that come in that try to cast the shadow part away, that try to deny yourself of that shadow self, that reject the shadow self, that is coming from the people that rejected it in the first place. The people that told you that those parts of you were bad in order for you to feel loved and accepted. So be more compassionate. Be the mother that you wish you could have been in each and every given day moment of your life the parent you wish you could have had in each and every given moment how you wish your parents responded or how others in general responded to your behaviors to your emotions to your feelings as a child because that is what's going to bring in the love and the light into these shadow parts of yourself also i have to mention work with a therapist Shadow work, again, is not for the faint of hearts. So working with a therapist can really help you, for one, navigate your inner world, help you bring things to the surface that you may be too afraid to bring to the surface, parts of you that are too afraid to ask those bigger questions to yourself because of that fear of what's going to happen if I go into the depth of my center. So work with a therapist if you can afford to, work with somebody who can really help you access those inner parts of your soul, those inner worlds. Again, think about the people that trigger you and what are they presenting in you. Confront your shadow through meditation, through visualization. And to me, that's really, really powerful when you can meet your shadow self in through visualization so this can look like sitting in meditation and allowing that shadow part of you to come to your front eye to your front view and speaking with it having a conversation with that shadow part of you tell that shadow side of you that you really love and you appreciate all that that shadow part of you has done in order to keep you safe 
to keep you loved, to keep you accepted, but then communicate with that shadow part of you that this is no longer what's going to be the relationship with you and that shadow self. That you are now going to love that shadow part of you. You're going to bring it up to the surface. You're going to cast a light on it. And it doesn't have to act in that kind of way anymore in order for you to keep to keep safe, in order for you to be accepted, in order for you to be loved. Because you are going to love yourself so much more. And creating that relationship with the shadow self is going to have the shadow self also respect to you. Where you're going to feel a lot more control over yourself in doing so. Doing shadow work is really rewarding because it creates more self-love. It allows you to tap into all parts of yourself, to bring more light into yourself so that you can be more loving, not only towards yourself, but with others as well. You can be more accepting and gracious with others as well because when you can recognize the shadow parts of you and love the shadow parts of you, then you can be more loving and kind and gracious with the shadow parts of others. And what I will say also is that you can learn a lot from other people's shadows, from the parts, again, that trigger you and other people. And you can start to be more accepting of how other people react, how other people allow their shadows to come through. Then you can be more loving and compassionate with your shadow side because you can understand it more from the outside perspective. Our shadow selves are the unconscious ways that we behave. They are the rejected and disowned parts of you. They are the rejected parts of you in order to feel loved. And as I keep saying, that is why it can be really hard to do the shadow work because it can feel like if we allow these shadow parts to come up to the surface that we're going to be rejected and die, literally, to that extent, to that extreme point of view. Because as I keep mentioning, the shadow part are the parts of you that you reject from a really young age in order to be, in order to stay in survival, in order to make sure that you're going to be okay, in order for you to feel accepted and loved by your caretakers, by society, by everybody around you. And in doing so, that is why we reject those parts of ourselves so that we don't die, so that we can survive. So again, if you have access to a therapist, please use a therapist. Please use the, the support that you can get in doing so and doing the shadow work so that you don't have to go through it in such a heavy way. But then also recognizing that you can bring a lot of lightness to shadow work by creating space for love, creating space for fun and fun self-exploration because understanding yourself is fun, is exciting. So get excited about it instead of turning it into, I guess, something that is really heavy. And it's funny, I say this as many people that I assume are listening to this podcast are probably people with Jupiters, with a Jupiter in Scorpio or yes, a Jupiter in Scorpio or even a Pluto in in Sagittarius. And when I see Jupiter coming into Scorpio or even or even Sagittarius being associated with Pluto, I can see a lot of that abundance or a lot of that um, more positive outlook when it comes to the under realm and to the shadow work area. 
So if you are somebody born with either Jupiter being in Scorpio or Pluto being in Sagittarius, then really using that as a means of creating more fun or more lightheartedness when it comes to doing shadow work. And that doesn't mean that it takes away the seriousness of it, but it means it brings in more of the excitement of self-exploration in order for you to again tap into your full essence, to tap into your full power and to tap into your full self-love of loving oneself. Shadow self is really birthed from the state of self-hate. And what I mean by this is that when the shadow self is created, it is the initiation of self-hate, the initiation of self-rejection. Again, it's the parts of you that you don't see or that you don't want to be seen because you because you choose to hide it away in order for you to feel safe, in order for you to feel loved and accepted. But again, here's a reminder that just because you're choosing not to see your own shadow side doesn't mean that it's not there. It's so important for you to confront your shadow self or else it's just going to keep chasing you. You're going to keep acting in unconscious ways. So being conscious of what has become unconscious so that you can bring light into the shadow, bringing love to the parts of you that you have shunned and shamed and rejected and it's really again although it can seem really scary it's the shadow you're creating you're bringing the dark to the light and to me this is probably the most ultimate means of light work of self-love so allow yourself to go into your shadow self allow yourself to explore yourself in that way see the parts of you that you reject the parts of you that you have denied the parts of you that you have deemed bad and write it all out in a list understand why you feel that way towards those parts of you what have you been told in the past if you can recall of why these parts are bad and how can you cast a light onto these areas How can you allow yourself to feel empowered in those areas? How can you go back into yourself and confront this shadow part of you and create a better relationship? Because as woo-woo as that sounds, I feel like a lot of people are just like, what do you mean? That's not actually happening. It really is happening though. On an internal and spiritual level, when you are having this conversation with the shadow self, you will see yourself transform also doing so in mirror work mirror therapy looking in a mirror and confronting your shadow self as well allowing the shadow self to come forward and seeing that shadow part of you in your own eyes and having a conversation with your shadow self in that way can be really healing but shadow work is necessary shadow work is very important in order for you to be more empowered in yourself and to free yourself from living in the unconscious realm, in the unconscious mind, and in the unconscious shadow self. So take your time while doing shadow work. Be more compassionate with yourself. 
Um, another resource that I would suggest that you can um, look into is the shadow archetypes, the shadow self archetypes, which Carl Jung, the psychiatrist that again created the idea, the concept of shadow self. Um, you can do an online test where you can see which shadow self, which shadow archetype you most likely lean towards and in doing so you can understand you can start it off from there so that you can start to do the work in that area but again it's going to look really different for every single person in terms of astrology as i do talk a lot about astrology in this podcast and i already have done and bringing scorpio and jupiter into the forefront of this episode um looking at where your pluto sign is looking where chiron is can help you access your shadow work also looking where saturn is as saturn is known to be the daddy of the zodiac and sorry the daddy planet i guess and capricorn is known to be the daddy sign of the zodiac but when you can see where saturn is you can see where the most work you're being asked to do is Also, Mars tends to be a really um, intense planet and Pluto, as Pluto is the ruler of Scorpio, depending on what kind of astrology you follow. If you follow modern day astrology, then Pluto is the ruler of Scorpio. If you follow Hellenistic or whole sign astrology, then Mars is the ruler of Scorpio. But in general, when you can see where Pluto is. Pluto is the planet of the underworld, of the shadow world, of karmic um, results, karmic past and history, any kind of karmic um, traumas. So when you can see where Pluto is and you can also, again, see any kind of area of your life where shadow work would most likely be involved. But that's just my little tip for you. If you have no idea about anything of astrology, obviously, as I keep mentioning, please do feel free to DM me. Let me know and I can help you look through that. I can help you access your birth chart so that you can understand it more on that kind of level. But in general, shadow work can really start from you doing that in-depth self-soul healing, going on that kind of self-soul healing journey, bringing more mindfulness to your self through your reactions, through how you behave, how how you interact with others, catching yourself in moments of trigger and seeing what comes up for you in doing so and then again allowing yourself to be more compassionate with yourself allowing yourself to do the visualization of confronting your shadow self in doing so i really do hope that this episode was useful to you i wanted to keep this i guess as light as possible because shadow work can go into we can get in a lot more details it can get into a lot more of the in-depth parts of shadow self and shadow work but i wanted to make this as brief i guess as i possibly can so that you can just start to access it a little bit where you can start to understand it a little bit more for yourself to tap into it to give you some kind of insight on shadow work but i really do hope that this episode again was useful to you and if you enjoyed this episode it would mean so much to me if you could take a moment to Take a screenshot of it, tag me in it, let me know your favorite part and share it on your stories. If you feel like it could be useful to a friend, please share it with a friend. And to end this episode off with an herb, my herb is actually an herb that I mentioned in my previous episode, which is motherwort. 
And mother wort is a very calming and quite literally a mother nurturing herb. And it is part of the mint family, fun fact. And it's really known to help regulate your menstrual cycle, also help with any kind of heart palpitations, anxiety attacks. Like I said, it really is that mother nurturing energy that's coming through by helping you regulate your menstrual cycle, which is all about the womb and your feminine parts, your feminine sexual organs and your feminine nature. And then also with the heart palpitations, like quite literally like a mother soothing a child, placing her hand on the heart. And with that anxiety attack, that kind of little lullaby almost that a mother would whisper to a child if a child was going through anything in just in general life, causing them to feel dis-ease with themselves. But again, motherwort is a really great herb to work with and you can have this as a tincture. That is at least my suggestion. I believe that some people have motherwort as tea. I personally never tried this, but I would highly suggest that you do try it in whatever form feels right for you. But that's all for this episode and I appreciate you so much and thank you so, so freaking much. Wishing you all the best always and forever.